We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. A little bit of information for you about Lincoln. Our population is 295,000. There has been a 25% increase in people of color over the last decade. 20% of Lincoln's population is minority. Northwest Lincoln is the most diverse ethnically and culturally. These statistics provided by New Covenant Community Church and the United Way. And we will have more statistics similar to this at the beginning of each segment today. And this segment is possible today because of Lincoln Prep Equipment, Sorghum United, and Lower Platte South Natural Resource District. What do businesses around the state predict will happen with our economy? We will have UNL's Bureau of Business Research in to talk to us. And changing how the roads are paid for in the county. Matt Schulte will talk to us about that little endeavor. Yeah, he's a county commissioner. Um, Roger Frank and Kelly Cunningham are regular guests of ours. Today we're going to throw a question out at them. How do branch offices in other cities outside of Lincoln bring money into the Lincoln economy? Well, Robin, why don't we talk to our guest? Dr. Eric Thompson, he's with the University of Nebraska College of Business, particularly does a lot of work in the Bureau of Business Research. How are you doing today, Dr. Thompson? Oh, very well. Well, we are eager to hear, um, especially with interest rates going up and down and up and down and up and down, what Nebraska businesses think is going to happen in our economy in the next six months. Well, Nebraska businesses uh, remain um, somewhat optimistic. Uh, uh, it's not a strong reading like we've seen in the past, but on balance, more businesses expect to expand sales and employment over the next six months than uh, ex- are expecting to reduce them. So um, still a slightly positive outlook from our Nebraska businesses. Was there any particular category of businesses or was it maybe sprinkled throughout all the different types of businesses in Nebraska? Was there any category that stood out as saying, no, we're not going to be hiring? Um, no, it was, it, was, it was pretty broad-based, just kind of sprinkled about. Um, sometimes the, the issues that businesses raise can vary by type of business. But uh, in terms of whether they expect to expand employment or sales, it's uh, throughout the economy. Did anything stand out to you about the particular categories one way or the other as far as their optimism? Um, Well, one thing was notable that the people in rural Nebraska or the businesses in rural Nebraska still remain pretty optimistic. Uh, You know, those commodity prices aren't aren't as high as they were, say, a year ago, but there's still pretty good pricing out there. So uh, rural Nebraska remains optimistic. Um, the real the real struggling area uh, that you hear a lot about, or I don't know if struggling is the right word, but you hear from a lot of uh, healthcare providers that uh, they have concerns about, uh, you know, their payment rates and so forth. They're under, under a bit more pressure from the insurance companies. So that's a, that's a consistent theme. Hmm. That's yeah, I, I I know what you mean. I a couple of their associations have been talking about how difficult it's been for for them. Uh, 
How about the different categories that you use in your your data? Uh, how did those pan out lately? Yeah, you might mention what they are. We keep talking about these categories, oh, but yeah, what are sure. the categories? Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. So, um, uh, well, we, we have our business survey. That's a key part of it that we do every month. We also look at uh, uh, manufacturing hours work. So that's a good leading indicator of the economy. Uh, usually, if the economy is going to slow, manufacturing slows first. Uh, we look at uh, air, air, airport passenger employments. Uh, you know, obviously, that's primarily in Omaha and Lincoln, but that's another indicator we have. We look at the value of the U.S. dollar since there's so many exporting businesses uh, in Nebraska. Uh, we look at uh, building permits for single-family homes. Uh, not every permit re- results in a new building, but they. They usually do, and so that's a good predictor of construction activity. Um, so we have a wide variety of uh, indicators we look at from throughout the economy. Um, obviously, there's been uh, some pressure on with the high interest rates on the building sector. Um, uh, the uh, higher interest rates also tend to pull the value of the dollar a little bit higher, which creates some challenge for agriculture and manufacturing. Uh, the business surveys have been solid. Uh, not spectacular, but uh, unbalanced optimism. Uh, and the airline passenger employment activity has held up, held up pretty well in the state. So um, uh, kind of a mixed bag, which you'd expect with a kind of moderate growth in the economy right now. We have a kind of an extra question to throw at you today. Um, obviously, the university students that come in from around the state and around the country into your college and into your department bring outside dollars into cities. But your particular department kind of has some other ways of generating mm-hmm. revenue from other cities around Nebraska or maybe even other states. And this, this is something we're asking all of our guests today. Talk a little bit about that, about how your organization brings in business and dollars from other cities and states. Sure. So um, the Department of Economics, uh, where I'm a faculty member, the Bureau of Business Research, which is part of the Department of Economics, um, we're very active in grant grants. Um, and that often means that sometimes those grants are from Lincoln organizations, but uh, quite often they're from other parts of Nebraska or from national or international uh, uh, regional sources. So, for example, uh, faculty in our department have gotten uh, two faculty got grants from the National Science Foundation in the last year. Uh, uh, they're, they're, we're, uh, we're part of a team at the university that's gotten grants from the Department of Energy, Department of Education. Past years, uh, there's been uh, other grants, Department of Transportation, uh, some national uh, research funding organizations like the Russell Sage Foundation. So uh, that all brings money into the Lincoln economy to support that research. Um, we have a lot of guests related to our uh, faculty activities. Uh, we have you know, typically 10 to 15 visiting uh, speakers every year that come to our department. And, of course, our faculty go to other departments around the country as well, and they give papers and talk talk to the faculty. It's, it's part of our research uh, productivity. Um, and we also host uh, several conferences. So every year, a couple of our faculty members host the Nebraska Labor Summit, which brings in uh, economists, uh, particularly young economists from around the country uh, here to Lincoln. Um, we also have a joint conference we do with KU, KSU, and the University of Missouri that uh, every few years is here in Lincoln. 
again, kind of economic researcher conference. So uh, there's there's all sorts of people uh, people and uh, grants coming into town because of our research activities, and I think you'd, you'd hear similar stories uh, from departments across uh, across UNL. Yeah, that's very interesting. Well, thanks a lot, Dr. Thompson. Good to hear that it's more than just students enrolling yeah. in the university that, that bring things to our city. Uh, coming up next, who pays for roads out in the county? There's kind of a dis- discussion going on about this. We'll have Matt Schulte in from the county commission. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. It's Grow Lincoln. 1499.3 KLIN. We are giving you statistics uncovered by New Covenant Community Church in the United Way in recent months. 10% of Lincoln's population was born outside of the United States. Lincoln is home to 30,000 refugees and immigrants from over 150 countries. And Lincoln ranks fifth in the United States in refugee resettlement per capita. And this segment is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance and Trans World Business Advisors. A l- little bit of discussion going on for those who live out in the county, right outside of Lincoln, which, Dave, you're outside of I am the outside city of limits, the so. city limits. But and I'm I, a little bit further outside by just a few miles than what the county, the three-mile jurisdiction that and they're I'm, talking it, about for the city. I'm inside, now, and I don't always pay attention, but Matt Schulte from the county commissioners brought something to my attention in recent months, and we decided to bring him on the show to talk about this. How are you doing today? Doing well. Thanks for inviting me out. I appreciate it. Well, they're talking about changing the way they fund maintenance for county roads. So tell us about that. Yeah, so kind of the big thing is, is that when roads, especially like in it, if a new development is being created for acreages and stuff like that, the rule has been that that road becomes a county road. And then therefore the county is in charge of snow plowing and maintenance and repairs and things like that. But we're a new rule that we've recently passed is going to, long-term move some of those roads to be the responsibility of the people who are living on those roads rather than the whole county being in charge of maintaining them. Which I'm guessing has come to a bit of surprise to some people. Am I right? So then then they're going to have to create, in all likelihood, some sort of association. Homeowners association to to, maintain maintain the street that they live on. Yep. Yeah. Which I guess that's one one distinction. These are short streets. These aren't like mile-long roads. These are... You know, a section of farmland is being divvied up into five 
five acre thing, you know, five, five acre acreages and, you know, there's five houses living on it. And so it's, it's small developments. It's not big, huge townhome developments. So if you are outside the city limits, is, does this apply to anybody in the entire county or only certain places or people? So it only applies to, so the city of Lincoln has a, the planning department has a jurisdiction that goes three miles beyond the city limits. So we as the county can only affect planning regulations beyond that three mile limit. Oh. So it only affects new developments outside of Lincoln and its three mile jurisdiction. With one caveat, there's also small towns and those small towns have a one mile jurisdiction. That's right. So you have to be outside the three mile jurisdiction of Lincoln or the one mile jurisdiction of smaller towns. And then the, this rule applies. I'm just looking, <laughs> I'm thinking of a Lancaster County map, just picturing rings and rings and rings, trying Absolutely. to figure out whether this affects me as a homeowner that is all of a sudden going to have to form an association and start scooping. Um, so well, you, most of this will be roads that are new. Correct. Uh, it's only changes for It's not retroactive. It's not retroactive. No. Everything okay. that is on our maintenance books will remain on our maintenance books, but any new development now will. So no, chances are they've heard of this. <laughs> it's probably been <laughs> well. They're gonna for a they're while. gonna find out about it when when they build their house. Yep. yep. Well, that's true. If you're yep. a new homeowner, when the develop when the developer develops the land, goes through the planning department, that's when it'll all get made clear. Now we totally get the fact that the county is squeezed for funds and that this will save taxpayer dollars. Um, totally get that. But you could also argue that in recent decades. Um, we've generally had less of an appetite to share the cost of roads and mm. road maintenance. I mean, it seems like, well, if you want your roads maintained, we're going to have to raise your taxes or you're going to have to pay for this yourself. And are we getting to the point where the distaste for funding roads and roads maintenance is so much that only the wealthier people can afford to have a new house or a new acreage? I could see how you could get to that tipping point. I guess I'd point out this particular regulation really only applies to acreage lots. So you're already looking at higher income, higher value homes anyway. You're not looking at this isn't like an effect um, townhouses and first family, first time homeowners. It's going to be bigger, more expensive lots anyways. And so I don't I don't see as Yeah, it does add more burden to those long to those people. But um I, I don't see this squeezing out, you know, first time home buyers. And by the time the city would grow into that one mile or that three mile radius, yeah. they might have a different policy. Yeah. As far as I mean, is there a point where the city takes that responsibility back? That is po- that is a possibility. I mean, that's why the three mile jurisdiction exists, is that the city could possibly grow three miles in the next 20 years that right. direction and so the idea is make sure that those that those houses and those developments um meet city standards um and so that's why the three mile uh kind of regulation exists uh, explain how the county partners with the city uh with the new roads uh well i would just say that the city and the county share some expenses on roads um because again some of those those county roads are going to be coming into the city. So 98th Street, for example, is split with the city and the county paying for some of that expansion because it will become a part of the city. Real quick. Yeah. How's your project coming along? Oh, yeah. People may not know that he's he's the executive director at uh, Campus Campus Life. Life. 
It's been going pretty well. So we were right down there on Pine Lake Road. There's been tons of dirt moving, trucks going in and out nonstop. I should ask literally how many tons and tons of dirt. We've had to dig a retention pond so that we can build a building site for a new youth center. Um, but it's going to be done here by the end of February. The dirt work's going to be done. Our hope is that the construction of the building will be done by Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, this year then. Yeah. That, that's but pretty quick. We still need some more money. We've raised $2 million of the $3 million we need. So if anybody's interested in joining us helping build a youth center, look us up, yfclincoln.org. Well, fun stuff. Fun to hear what's going on out there on Pine Lake Road. And then also um, kind of what's in store if you're thinking about buying an acreage you know, keep this in mind. You're going to be taking over some responsibilities that acreage owners maybe have not had in the right. past. So coming up next, we're going to be talking to Roger Frank from Frank Financial Concepts. He's going to give a stock market update, but he also has a branch office in another state. And we're going to talk about how having branch offices brings revenue into Lincoln. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block because there are drinks then there are drinks from mcdonald's mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for a dollar 49 perfect with our classic fries price and participation may vary cannot be combined with any other offer Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. you've worked hard for what you have your money your assets your 401k and home isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Everyone is excited about new business. And our business is to tell you what's new. This is Grow Lincoln on 1499.3 KLIN. Megan Lee's failed from the United Way recently provided some statistics and shared them with New Covenant Community Church about Lincoln. And we were able to get these um, from the church. 30% of households in Lincoln are at or near federal poverty line. This affects one in five children ages 18 and under. Three census tracts in Lincoln are at 41 to 58 percent extreme poverty. Forty-seven percent of children in Lincoln public schools receive free and reduced meals. This segment is possible today because of Lincoln Airport Authority charter title, and John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. You know, this kind of puts such a strong burden on businesses to help fund those, some of those gaps. I mean, the, the government looks to local businesses and their sales tax and property tax that they pay to fund some of these things that we have going on in Lincoln. Well, and also, uh, fortunately, we have some nice people in Lincoln who help these not-profit, not-for-profit uh, entities that help these folks. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of times there. they are higher wage earners. Uh, a lot of them invest in the stock market and commercial real estate. Sure. And, yeah. Just well, like somebody we know who we're going to talk well, about. Speaking of, <laughs> yeah, Roger Frank from Frank Financial Concepts is in with his weekly report. 
we did hear some good things about the markets this week, Roger. We did, Robin and Dave. Uh, you know, the markets in February actually were pretty decent. Uh, as we talked about on a previous show, the Federal Reserve had met earlier. They didn't make any changes, and that really put a bump in the road with the markets uh, the next day. However, this week specifically, NVIDIA, which is part of the AI space that we've been hearing on the news a lot, they had blowout earnings, and the market was really up big on Thursday. So I think it's another roller coaster ride as we go through 2024, but gosh, it's been a great start so far. What what uh, have been happening with the market so far this year in terms of the Dow Jones and the NASDAQ? And, and yeah, yeah, you know, the Dow Jones through Thursday, the 22nd of February, the Dow Jones was up 3.66%. NASDAQ Composite was up 6.86%. Again, a lot of that was on the NVIDIA news. And the Standard & Poor's 500 was up 6.65%. So it's just a really good year to start. And then one additional thing, too, on the markets, uh, if you may or may not have heard this, uh, Walgreens is actually leaving the Dow Jones index, and Amazon is going to be added to the index. So that's uh, a new news. So a little bit more uh, dominant in uh, technology, technology versus yeah. uh, retail. Well, Walgreens definitely shutting down stores, but I missed that announcement this week that the that was official. So you were talking earlier about what was happening with the Federal Reserve. Why don't you talk to our listeners a little bit about some of those interest rate sensitive products that, you know, yeah. treasuries and bonds and that sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah. So the treasuries have been uh, a little bit on the lower side compared to maybe what it was in October ish. Uh, we're starting to see interest rates start moving lower ahead of the Federal Reserve, uh, potentially reducing their interest rates. So, We'll kind of have to watch that, but uh, treasuries are down. And then if you look at the CDs that we've been talking about for the last 18 months or so, uh, the short end is still pretty decent. You can get uh, over 5% on, a say, a 6- to 9-month CD. Well, once you start getting out to that 12-month uh, time frame or even longer, you're starting to see interest rates under 5%. Uh, so I think a lot of banks are starting to anticipate lower interest rates in the future. Roger, you have um – branch offices in Scottsdale and do a lot of work really around the country. And mm -hmm. kind of a theme question we've been asking our guests this week is how does that bring dollars into Lincoln? Because I think when when we talk to a business in Lincoln and they say, oh, I have an office in Kearney or I have mm -hmm. an office in Scottsdale, we think, oh, that's a growing company. But we don't think beyond that how mm -hmm. that's bringing revenue to our city. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, a lot of our listeners probably don't know this, but we've got clients in 32 states, so we're all over the U.S. However, we've got a lot of clients in the Grand Island, Hastings area, um, Lincoln, of course, uh, in the Omaha area. So I travel a lot between those locations seeing clients. So we're taking them out to dinner. We're doing events, uh, client appreciation nights, you know, all of those types of things. Do they, do they come to Lincoln? For those things? We, we do have some clients that will travel uh, to either Lincoln or Omaha uh, to some of those types of things. And then we also have companies that we do business with. They'll be in town, and, and we may do like a lunch and learn with some clients. Or go out to eat in a local restaurant. Eat. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, all of my uh, income that is generated from the business itself, you know, I'm paying state taxes here in Nebraska. Right, exactly. Uh, as well. 
yeah, it's the the money's coming from outside. And that's the thing we kind of want to point out is we're not just recycling Lincoln dollars here we're, that we're yeah. bringing. Bringing dollars in from dollars other in communities and other states. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So when somebody is expanding outside the city, you know, this is a big plus to, that they can do that. Well, we are out of time, but we want to thank you for coming in, Roger, and hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for having me. Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Berthel Fisher & Company Financial Services, BFCFS member FINRA, SIPC, Investment Advisory Services offered through BFC Planning, Inc. Frank Financial Concepts, BFCFS, and BFC Planning, Inc. are independent entities. I am a client of Roger's, and I am not being compensated. Coming up next, Kelly Cunningham from Charter Title. She has branch offices around the state, and she's going to talk about how they bring in dollars to Lincoln. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Economic development is not boring. It's our future. It's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Statistics recently compiled by United Way and shared with Pastor Chris Shelton over at New Community Church, New Covenant Community Church, and shared with a community here in Lincoln are that 15% of children in Lancaster County are food insecure. There are 429 people homeless in Lincoln in a recent count. 20% of them were fleeing domestic violence, and 25% of them were under the age of 18. This segment is possible today because of Lincoln Chamber of Commerce and Baylor, Evnan, Wolf, and Tannehill Law Firm. These are social problems that require bringing income into the city, and a lot of this income does come from our local businesses yes. that pay taxes and do expansions. And we get to talk to somebody who who has, has experienced this first. Been a ver- first had a very hand. successful business. Yes, um, a really fun guest. We love having her uh, frequently. Kelly Cunningham from Charter Title. How do you, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Well, we are always interested. We're commercial real estate agents, and so we love hearing how businesses make these decisions to grow to multiple locations. And you have offices outside of Lincoln, right? Yeah, kind of a fun fact is Charter was started in Hastings, Nebraska, and expanded to Lincoln in 2006. And then we opened our Beatrice office in 2017. Are you still based out of Hastings or are you based out of Lincoln? I would say be just due to the sheer size of Lincoln, Lincoln is our main operation, but we still do have an office in Hastings. And were these acquired or started, were they all acquired? Did you start any of them from scratch? So Charter Title Lincoln was started from scratch, as was Charter Title Beatrice. And starting from scratch is 
challenging, of course. I, that's it's so much harder than people me. think. It's, it's it's easier to buy an existing business a lot of times. Yeah, talk about that, especially if you have to go into a town you don't know and lease office space in a place you're not familiar with. It's really important, I think, when you go into those smaller communities to find somebody there who wants to work with you that the community already knows and trusts. And that's what happened in Beatrice. Finally, we found a great gal who's from the area, and we have just flourished there ever since. So making that perfect hire is is really so the key important. thing. The other things sort of fall into place for you. Um, it, yeah, it, it, one person can make a lot of difference. Yeah, in, in those uh, small communities and in when you're trying to have an expansion like that. Now yeah. you referenced a gravitational pull because Lincoln is the biggest office. So talk about how those dollars from those other cities come here. I think it's beneficial in two ways. One, we get a regional presence that makes people want to use charter. Maybe an agent knows they have somebody in Grand Island and they have somebody in Lincoln. And so it's just nice to be able to offer that. And people are like, oh, we want to work with charter because of that reason. But then also, yeah, we have a suite at Pinnacle Bank Arena and we invite our guests to come. Oh, my gosh. From all over the state. Yeah. You want to see a basketball game or a concert, come on in. We've got tickets for you. And that's been a really fun way to bring people to Lincoln. And then they drop some money at the mall or at a restaurant or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good stuff. Well, sometimes it's easy to think we're the big city. Um, that branch office is in a small town. We see more. We know more than they can possibly know. But then they surprise you. Do you have examples of where you have learned from a smaller city? The biggest thing I learned from the smaller city, well, one thing we learn a lot about easements, farm situations from those smaller communities, but then also just the availability of if an agent wants to come in and ask a question, our small offices are really good about that. You know, they're really good at the community building piece, whereas in Lincoln, we're all running around like chickens with our heads cut off, but they've taught us, you know, be available Take a phone call, be there Stop in person. Stop and take a breath with that. Yeah, yeah, interact with those agents and customers, and that will really pay off in the long run. Yeah, they're uh, very relationship oriented in in those smaller communities, which is nice when you uh, happen to have those relationships, and hard if you don't have. If those you're not in the click. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which is why, to your point, I think hiring somebody that already had those relationships was very helpful. Absolutely. That's pretty key. Yeah. Yeah. Well, interesting perspective. Thanks a lot for sharing. Thank you, guys. Coming up next, businesses opening, closing, moving, relocating, developing, and constructing. We'll be right back. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This city is my city and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born and raised here. I got it made And if I had it's Grow Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome to our relocation and new growth segment. Send your pictures. Now, don't do this from a moving vehicle. Okay, let me just make that clear. Well, and if you're the passenger, you can. <laughs> but if, if the car is stopped or you're a passenger and it's safe and you drive past something with a bulldozer, you don't know what it is, send it to us. Or if you just have some news to share, if you see something and you do know what it is, send it and we will talk about it on the show and or post it on Facebook. Yes. Or on our th- or on our Thursday morning segment. No, might talk about it with Jack and friends on their uh, morning drive show. Yeah. This segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sarder Heyman Jewelers, and Lincoln Electric System. Growth in the let's see, how do I describe this? The Fort South Fourteenth and Highway Two to Old Cheney, that whole business down in there, 1717 Center Park Road. Is that where the old Weaver potato yes, chip and, and that, and factory that, used to be? Yes, in that area. This is a large building uh, that has been there for a long time. It's Schneider Electric now. It used to be called Square D. Oh, Square D, yeah. yeah. So uh, that, was a, that was a big company in Lincoln for a long time. Yeah, I mean, and still Schneider is, is pretty significant. I, I just don't think they have quite the... Same number of employees that they used to have there. But their molding tool room interior needed some modifications. And so $153,000 was spent on a permit for that, Robin. Yep. Over at 30th and Pine Lake Road, Shields adding a beef jerky shop. A hundred. Yeah. <laughs> this cracks me up. $148,000. Almost $150,000 to do for beef jerky. For- Creating a beef jerky shop. You know, I don't know why I never noticed this before. Did you? (laughs) I don't know how I missed this. But I was walking through Shields looking for a Kansas City Chiefs zip-up hoodie, which there is, I don't think, anything to be found in Lincoln. And I noticed Shields has a restaurant. Yes. Yeah. I've eaten there. Have you eaten there? Is it it good food? It was fine. You know, it's fine. not, it was fine. <laughs> it's not like uh, fine dining someplace. It's more of a hot dog place, I right? Mean, it, look, I thought it was perfectly fine, yeah. you know. Good so I, I'm going to okay. use that uh, word to describe it. So uh, some more retail news, Robin, at 6125 Apples Way. Now, this is by Lowe's. Yes, and I'm not clear if this is open or coming. I probably need to drive over there and look. Um, but what we've heard is Trailer Birds Chicken is going into the strip center there. Um, chicken tenders, hot chicken sandwiches, tots and fries, and catering. Like, what restaurant is not doing catering no, That's funny you bring that up because that was something I was going to mention. I think they all feel like they need to do it. And, you know, if... Companies are still paying for catered lunches just so they can get employees to come to the office. I guess I can see it. Yeah. And I've uh, been to 
I was at a, a family function that they had some catered food too, because there was just enough people there that, you know, they just sent over a catering thing. Yeah. I guess the more big get togethers we have, the more we might start utilizing the services that so many restaurants have. Yeah. Hey, Robin, we had Matt Schulte in and talked uh, earlier uh, in this show and talked about uh, their project that he has going on at Campus Life. But I don't think we talked about really the size of that project. And yeah. It's six, quite a bit, quite a bit a bigger than... 64th and Pine Lake, so down yeah. in South Lincoln. Um, and if you missed that interview with him, we were actually talking about road funding for the county. And if you're buying an acreage, you're going to have to start paying for your own scooping. If you missed that interview, we have Apple Podcasts. But towards the end of the interview, he was talking about his new building and and the dirt work and how we're going to see a building popping out of the ground by November. That's quite a project. Yeah. I mean, it's $1.2 million in t- uh, for the total project. I think he said $3 million and they've raised two of the $3 million. Yeah. Am I remember? I'll have to listen to that. Was, that was just for this building permit. So Yeah, just one permit. And there are more to come. So, yeah. Uh, Robin? Some people might be aware of this, but I think a lot of people may not be. Uh, Makavica uh, Physical Therapy is opened at 70th and Pine Lake. They have really been expanding their uh, footprint around the city. They have things all over the place. And this is significant because this is by that that corner where the roundabout is, is really developing. Things are yeah. coming in. And they are this. They are on the southwest corner portion of the roundabout right uh or is it yeah of the of the roundabout they're on the southwest like if you can tell what direction you're going when you're going in circles (laughs) it's not easy but 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 their building on that corner is kind of uh on the east side of it oh southeast yeah so not Uh, southwest no 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 southwest corner but of the corner itself they're 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 the building on the east side that is right up on 70th Right, Street. by 70th. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Correct. All right. Uh, we also have uh, a spa going in at basically uh, 70th and uh, Pioneer area. It's 4333 South 70th. It's, this is on the southwest corner. There's a strip mall there. Blossom Spa pulled a building permit for $5,000. And then uh, you've got a shopping center that... Powers Body Sculpting closed and moved yeah, out of, right? They did. This is at 8600 Andermatt. And uh, if any of our listeners are interested in you know, a retail location, we'd sure like to talk to you. And you and I have a retail location also. Yes. Um, listed over on 11th and Arapahoe. If somebody's looking to be in South Lincoln or Southwest Lincoln, um, some, some budget price space there. Downtown. This was kind of sad. Rosie's uh, restaurant. Robin. I said Robbie. Robin. (laughs) Rosie's restaurant didn't didn't make it. I think they still have another location. Are they? They do. Out at the Harvester Motel. Yeah, and that's South Fourteen. Right in the area that we were talking about at the beginning of this segment. Yeah. uh, Across from. The across prison. from the from the prison. Yeah, Yeah, they still have that restaurant there, but the one downtown. That was at 10th and P. And well, that was a big facility. It was a, 
It always was a big space. Single barrel restaurant used to be there. And then they moved across the street to a hotel, um, which was probably a good idea. And then Rosie's went in um, and that just, that didn't work for them. Now, I, you know, when you get those larger locations, we have been seeing. I mean, a, I'd say a decades-long trend of yeah. large, large restaurant spaces don't usually make it. Most it's, restaurants are doing smaller footprints now. Yeah, it's just it's what we're we've been seeing a lot more of that. It, that's not to say uh, that they you you know you can't do that. It's just you know, I think it's more difficult, and I think they were finding that it was hard to survive on, you know, game days. Uh, that were happening down there because they had a great presence during football games. And I suspect also uh, basketball games and anything that was happening, maybe at Pinnacle Bank Arena, but it's just hard. But to it's look. the rest of the time. What yeah. do you, you know, what do you do to make it work? Exactly. And, and they're, they're good people too, by the way. Uh, 555 South 10th, the city county building. I used to work there. <laughs> You used to have an office there, didn't you, Robin? I did have an office there, Well, yeah. this is the city of Lincoln's human resources office. Up on third floor. Up on third floor. They're doing some renovations, and this isn't uh, cheap either, in my opinion, but uh, I'm sure they need it. $730,000. Yeah, I, some of that space probably hasn't been updated or redecorated since the 1990s, so it's probably about time. Um, Union Bank, um, they moved over in recent months to a different building at 1248 O Street, and it had a massively large first floor lobby, way larger than any bank needs. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big lobby. <laughs> so Union Bank decided, let's go like, let's like go entrepreneurial with this whole thing. We got all this space. So they put pop-up stores that the try opening a business there for about four months at a time. Um, Studio Truve is a pop-up that they have experimented with. And I also visited Stories Coffee on the first floor. And it'll be interesting to see what happens because there was a mill that opened up a small location at, in the old Lincoln Electric Building, right? Where... Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, like about a block away from there. Um, always interesting when you have two coffee shops a block apart, then it turns into the Walgreens versus CVS Wars and McDonald's versus Burger King, and who's going to make it here? Will they both? Yeah. Yeah, but, boy, the uh, number of people that are coffee aficionados is really increased. So coffee, coffee is a thing. They're uh, you know, certain people like certain and it's coffee. And it's a, I mean, you know, coffee's addictive. So it, it's it got a long shelf life here. Uh, we've got one more, Robin, that we can go The new to. lead place, High Rise, um, the cereal box tower downtown at 11th and Q. It's open, Aragon Tavern. Um, this is related to the Mercado Restaurant at North 84th Street. That's all for Grow Lincoln. Thanks for listening. Send us photos of businesses opening, closing, or relocating versus Facebook or Twitter. Mm-hmm.